reignite the fire in your romance with Robert Kozik on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 103.3. The answer. All right, America, time to focus on the glory, the sanctity, the holiness, and steaminess of marriage with our world-famous marriage talk segment. It's a weird, brutal, messed up world out there. It's right before our very eyes an election is being stolen in America's greatest country by the dirty people. There's a cabal of news people who are being ordered, threatened, bribed, extorted, whatever my opinion, do not report it. Uh, so with all that going on, you want to come home to a nice, cozy, wonderful home, marriage. That's what, that's what started all this. My wingman for all these years has been Robert Kosick, wrote Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. Mr. Kosick, welcome aboard. Hey, happy Friday, Sam. So uh, you and I started, you've been talking about marriage, obviously, for all of your 30 years of marriage. Congratulations on that. Uh, you and I started this segment on a different radio station. And here's a little fact check. We have been doing this every single week for the most part for one third of the time that you and Denise have been married. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I think I talked to you more than I talked to my own wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool feeling. Well, that's great. We're helping marriages, especially now, like 80 million Americans who love the Lord, love America, are seeing an election being stolen. And it's like, yeah, but go home to your husband and wife. You're in a strong marriage. You'll get through this, and, and the Lord will, will make it right and so forth. But you've got to have that strong foundation of marriage. Um, yep. Folks, Mr. Kosick writes the marriage tips are on our face-to-face Sam Malone show. This is tip 317. I don't know, that's huge. I'll read it. Mr. Kosick, who is a marriage coach and church deacon and author, We'll comment on it. Uh, it's called Promises Kept, Broken, and Renewed. A promise is a declaration or assurance that you will do a particular thing or that a particular thing will happen. When making a promise, you can make so with or without conditions or prerequisites. Marriages fall apart mostly because uh, of a promise or a series of promises not kept. While the broken promise is an issue, the real promise is the misunderstanding couples have about the original promise, the wedding vow. The traditional wedding vow is, is filled with promises. However, most couples misinterpret those promises as having conditions attached to them. I will love you if you love me. When one spouse feels unloved, they feel they have the right to break their promise to love as well. So it's called the, the wedding promise. It's one-sided. And, and Mr. Costco will jump in. It's one-sided. Each couple verbalizes the wedding vow because it's a one-sided promise. It's not, I promise if, or I promise so forth and so on. Take it away, Mr. Kosick. Yeah, so I love, like you, I, I, when we go to marriage uh, weddings and whatnot, I, I love to listen to uh, pastors uh, and, and whatnot uh, who are leading that ceremony focus a little bit more heavily on the wedding vow itself and really what's being said uh, and what's being promised. Because so many people, I mean, you're probably the same way I was. When, when I was getting married, I had really no clue what I was truly signing up for. All I knew was this really, really cute blonde was silly enough to marry me and just looked incredibly hot coming down the aisle, and that's all I could think about. But (laughs) then you go back and you think about what you actually promised, and I think it's an interesting perspective that each person makes the vow or the promise to the other individually. And if you really look at the vow and really understood what you are committing to, it's a declaration to love them no matter what, you know, health, sickness, and all those great conditions and their things, all those instances, but no real conditions. So there's nothing in there that says, I will do these things if some other right. condition. It's just, I'm doing these, period. And I promise to do those things. And you're doing it before God and before your friends and family. And I think we lose sight of that sometimes, unfortunately. Right. Our world-famous marriage talk segment, America, you're listening to it. 
talking about the glory, sanctity, holiness, steaming some marriage, Fridays, bottom of the 8 o'clock hour central. Mr. Kosick and I discussing this. Mr. Kosick writes, promises will be kept and broken. We are imperfect people, so while we do our best to keep our promise to love you, there will be times when our love will be influenced by the love we are receiving or lack thereof. Patience and forgiveness are critical during these times, Mr. Kosick. And everybody had a fantastic, strong marriage said, amen. There is, there is so much power in forgiveness. You're a team. You're working together. And people are going to stumble, and people are going to mess up, and they're going to look at the marriage with the conditions on it, and they're going to feel unloved. They're going to respond negatively to that and, you know, tick for tack kind of garbage. But you need to get past that. You need to look back to that original uh, vow and that foundation of what it's built on and say, look, we're in this for the long haul right to the very end. And no matter what happens, we'll all be stupid. We'll all mess up. We're not perfect. Only Christ is. And so we got to get past that. If you have that mindset that we're going to get past this, you'll address things way differently. If you look at it as like, well, we'll just see how things work out and we'll sweep stuff under the rug. That stuff will get big, bad, and ugly down the road, and you will eventually pull that card, and you will get divorced if you don't look at it as a we're-in-this-forever kind of mentality. Robert Kosick and I doing our world-famous Marriage Talk segment, endorsed wholeheartedly and embraced by our radio company, Salem. Not not embraced at the last place. (laughs) Uh, You can go to Sam Malone Show and, and read the content that Mr. Kosick has written. The next one is promises will be renewed. When you find yourself allowing conditions to influence your love for your spouse, Reflect on the original promise to love unconditionally. Then renew your promise to love your spouse unconditionally, if for no other reason but to honor your promise to do so, Mr. Kosser. Yeah, so this is, again, the forgiveness part, but you've done it all the way to the to the far end of the spectrum where you and Denise have renewed your vows multiple times. I mean, before family and everything. I think you said even one time you did a full-blown wedding. Yeah, we did a full-blown wedding at the Lancaster Hotel on our five-year anniversary. A full-blown with music, Harps, the rabbi, the whole nine thing. Fifty friends catered. It was great. <laughs> did you get a number of gifts when you did that too? That's yeah, no, no gifts. And we have been officially remarried to each other fourteen <laughs> times. Fourteen times. There you go. That is awesome. But even if you don't want to go to that extent, just coming in and reminding each other, you know, telling your spouse, "Look, I committed to love you no matter what." And I'm going to do that. And yeah, I've been a little bit of a, of a buffoon for the last week or so, or been in a funk, or whatever it is. I'm sorry. Some of the most powerful words you can ever say in your marriage is, I'm sorry that I acted that way. Please forgive me. Right. And you, you can get through just about anything. If you really, truly, sincerely apologize for what you did, uh, you'll get past it. They'll, your team, you're going to work through it as opposed to, ah, they'll get over it. Don't worry about it. I screwed up. I'll just forget about it. They don't forget about it. So, um, you know, it's just. It's true, and, and I, I know it's not. And you put on there that uh, the above statements do not apply to instances of abuse. So if there's abuse, that's totally different. And I'm with you on that one. A real man never raises his hand to a woman, and vice versa. Absolutely. Uh, uh, but going back to it, there's so much of this. Oh, it's not working out. We had an argument. Okay, next. Yeah. And And I'm in it for one and one time only. You know, I have said I, to to young men getting married. And I said this on the radio, and it scares the you know what out of them. I'm getting yeah. married this week, and I'm like, great. You prepared to give up your life so that your wife may live. What? <laughs> Are you prepared to give up your life so your wife may live? Oh, what? What? I'm like, you're not ready. <laughs> Real oh, quick, yeah. hot and heavy marriage tip. Also on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Um, technically speaking, we reference the term hot and heavy every week. 
The use of the phrase can be dated back to the 10th century AD. But what does hot and heavy actually mean? We all know what hot means, which is intense feelings. What does heavy mean? Surely not a reference to enduring the weight of your spouse. Actually, heavy means serious. So when was the last time you and your spouse had serious, intense feelings towards each other? If it's been a while, go back and reread all the hot and heavy tips since they started at tip 104. That's 213 additional ways to seriously intensify your flame, Mr. Kosick. 213 different ways. If, if you are looking at the intimacy side of your marriage as, you know, something we just kind of have to do every once in a while or uh, get kind of squeeze it in in whatever short time you have, and it's not a priority, basically, in your marriage. Uh, that really needs to be a priority in your marriage. It needs to be something that you think about, dream about, drool over, and, and can't get your mind off of, and, and drop each other hints, and, and all kinds of different things to make that such an intense, serious part of your marriage. It needs to be something fantastic. It's ordained by God. It was created by Him to be celebrated by the two of you. It is not something to be taken lightly or a, an afterthought. It is something that should be at the top of the list, which it always is for guys, but it should be for the wife as well. And uh, it should be something that you really, really work at enjoying intensely together and not just some passing thing that's on your list of to-dos. That. <laughs> that's right. Pick up the dry cleaning, do that. <laughs> Make sure I get the vacuum cleaner fixed. Yeah, no. So, especially now with Mr. Kosick and, uh, like I say, it's, it's rough and tumble out there. Uh, the dark side, you know, the devil's working a lot of people against us. And we got to stay strong. And that's where you go home. You come home to a beautiful, wonderful, I call it a cozy cave of marriage. Trust me, yeah. things are a lot better. America. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things. Just, you know, get out there and have fun. It, it, you know, think differently. Get a little creative. It doesn't necessarily have to only be in the bedroom. It doesn't only have to be at night. Try mornings, afternoons, come home for lunch, you know, whatever. Just invest in it and make it fun. <laughs> Love it. America, that wraps up our world-famous Marriage Talk segment, tip number 317, written by my good friend, Mr. Robert Kosick. Go to Honor the Vow. That's the website he started when he wrote the book 100 years ago that we first met on, honorthevow.com. Mr. Kosick, great job on the work you do. Vale Italiano, congratulations in Italian. Thank you so much. You and Denise have a phenomenal time next week celebrating 30 years of a blissful, intense, seriously intense marriage. Thank you, sir. God bless. America, back in a second, AM 1070, the answer. It ended all.